Today on the news and why it matters, uh, Michael Bloomberg officially enters the race, but does anybody care? Also, impeachment, it turns out uh, people may not all be too gung-ho about that whole impeachment thing. Got a lot coming up, and it starts right now. Welcome to the News and Why It Matters. Happy Monday. I am Sarah Gonzalez, today joined by Stuber Gear and Pat Gray, uh, both of whom are, I know, very excited to, to join us. They've not done any radio at all today. <laughs> Hardly uh, any. A little. Yeah, yeah, just a little bit. So mm-hmm. very, very excited to, uh, to be with us. And also Eric July, who I hope actually is <laughs> happier to be with us. Yeah, of course. Uh, I always enjoy myself. By the way, uh, Stu and I have made a pact not to uh, acknowledge the NFL today. Yeah, um, I've been boycotting it for a long time. (laughs) Have you? I swear. (laughs) We got a lot to get into, uh, but first we want to thank our sponsor, Quip. So Quip makes a a really awesome electric toothbrush, and they want you to know the one single discovery that matters most for your dental care. It is this, all right? If you have good habits— you're good. That's it. That's all it takes. That means you brush for two minutes twice a day. You floss regularly, no matter what brand you use. But Quip makes that super sim- simple with an electric toothbrush. They have refillable floss and uh, anti-cavity toothpaste. Refillable floss. That's awesome. Because, you know, you're getting the floss and then you get to the end of it and you're like, well, crap. That's not enough to do anything. Uh, Quip's electric brush has sensitive sonic vibrations with a built-in timer and 30-second pulses to guide a full and even clean that is still gentle on sensitive gums. The floss dispenser comes with pre-marked string so that you know how much you're using. It helps you use just enough. Now, 75% of us, we're using old toothbrushes that are worn out and they're not effective, but Quip will deliver fresh ones right to your door every three months with free shipping, so you don't have to remember that. It's like changing your air filter and stuff. You don't remember when you're supposed to do it and then you end up breathing in a bunch of gross air. Same thing with your toothbrush, but Quip will remember for you. Join over 3 million healthy mouths and get Quip today starting at $25. You got to go to getquip.com slash it matters. Right now you will get a first refill free. That is a first refill free at getquip.com slash it matters. That is G-E-T-Q-U-I-P.com slash it matters. All right, Michael Bloomberg. Woo! Yay! Yeah. Officially enters the... No? Oh. Not an overwhelming response, oh. I would say. <laughs> Officially enters the, uh, the presidential race. Um, what was interesting to me, though, is at the same time that that happens, Bloomberg News makes a very, very brave and heroic pledge not to investigate Michael Bloomberg or any of the Democratic presidential candidates. Uh, interesting take. They said, we will continue our tradition. <laughs> I'm weird. We will continue our tradition of not investigating Mike and his family and his foundation, and we will extend the same policy to his rivals in the Democratic primaries, says the editor-in-chief of Bloomberg. Uh, if any other credible journalistic institutions publish investigative work on Mike or other Democratic candidates, we will either publish those articles in full or summarize them for our readers. And we won't hide them, but we're not gonna be doing any investigating, any digging up dirt on presidential candidates. Why would anyone wanna do that to a presidential candidate? Oh, I mean, well, only if you're a Democrat, because if you're a Republican, it's totally fine. Uh, Stu, your thoughts? It's an interesting line. Uh, It is weird that, you know, he's got a 
giant news organization named after him. Seems so kind of like a conflict of interest. It will be there. really <laughs> weird when they have to report on him if he yeah. were to actually uh, do very well in this uh, primary. Of course he won't because right. he is trying to pitch some sort of weird, uh, you know, centrism, but with like a kind of a the jerk at the hang at the helm of it like it's like he's like a, kind of a jerk uh and a kind of an insulting guy and and not one that people like mm-hmm. so it's weird it's a weird combo it's not one that i would say is like you know it's not it's not, not like a textbook winning, winning combination no. but he does have 50 billion dollars uh, he's the ninth richest man on the planet um which seems like a good reason to not be able to win in the democratic party right now right i mean steyer i think is finding that out at some <laughs> level as well it's not a popular thing to be. There used to be a time where achievement was praised in this country, and uh, now it's not, right? It's the exact opposite. It's, 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 it's a terrible detriment to his campaign to have had personal financial success, which is a bizarre thing to say, but it's true. Um, so I don't, I, like, his, his platform doesn't really align with uh, the Democratic platform. Mm-hmm. Um, he, uh, he has a lot of money, but that's not necessarily positive. He's yet another old, as they will see him as an old, another old white guy uh, running for president. So all of these things combined to, you would say there's basically no chance of him uh, winning here. One thing I think is interesting is you think the Democratic Party for many, many years now has basically made it out to be that all elections are bought by rich, powerful interests, right? Like Citizens United, they've said that you can't do these things, it's terrible. This should really finally for once put a nail in that coffin. Mm. Like my, he, he bought more ads in one week than any presidential candidate has ever spent in any week, including the general election wow. in his first week. And he's going to wind up at 4% in the polls. Yeah. You know, and he's Maybe. not going to win if he's lucky. Yeah. Um, so the idea that you can buy an election, I think hopefully that will finally be shut down because if Steyer and Bloomberg can't even make a dent in this field with $52 billion between them, I mean, isn't that point dead? I mean, Donald Trump was outspent like crazy in the last election and won. It's about your message. It's about how you communicate it. And Michael Bloomberg it doesn't have either one of those abilities. He doesn't have a good message, and he doesn't know how to communicate it. So he's in big trouble. <laughs> Pat, do you agree? Yeah, I, you know, I'm, I'm excited to see they're not going to investigate him. I, th- I think the Blaze has made the same, same announcement on Glenn Beck. We're not going to investigate <laughs> oh, wow. Glenn Beck that's nice of this us. year. Mm-hmm. So I think that's really positive. I like that they called it a tradition. Yeah, it's just a tra- we we have that same tradition, tradition here at the Blaze. It's kind of weird. It's like Thanksgiving, Thanksgiving Christmas. Not investigating. not investigating. Microsoft has pledged not to investigate Bill Gates. <laughs> wow. Whoa, wow. that's powerful. That's really, really powerful. Um, this is a guy who's kind of anti-freedom. He, he tried to ban salt in New York. He did ban large glasses of soda that you couldn't get your hands on in New York. He screwed up the traffic flow in that city. I'm not sure what he really did. He claims in that in, in his uh, uh, in his initial video mm-hmm. that he rebuilt New York after 9-11. Uh, when... Really, we we were there uh, during much of that time when he was mayor, and to me, he did nothing but screw up New York. Um, he's a he's a nightmare, and he's coming after your guns if he wins. So, I think even voting Democrats understand this can't be the guy and won't be the guy. Yeah, Eric, what do you think? Yeah, I don't think he'll be the guy for sure. I think he fits too much in that that box of rich white guy bad um that's what they see them as mm-hmm. 
However, it just really depends. I'm not willing to go that far to say that Democrats will completely shun someone that is rich and, and white because Bernie Sanders is still in the um, race and he's doing well and he's also rich and white. I think it more so goes on the fact that if you and they really do love uh, rich people that for whatever reason seem to adopt this deal where they demonize it's like wealth, they're, they're right? woke mm-hmm. right, right, they're yeah, woke right. and they try to it seems almost like a diversion tactic like if i can prove how woke i am yeah. then they won't they'll stay away from my money so i'm like <laughs> yeah of course just tax tax me uh th- this amount of dollars and, and so forth and they adopt these sort of almost you know socialistic policies so i think if he stands a chance that's the approach that he has to get he's like yeah look at me i'm a rich rich person. So I'm going to adopt all of the policies that um, these guys adopt and they'll find that attractive because look, see, even even the, the rich guys, they, they're saying that there's something wrong with our economic system or, or, or what have you. So I think that that's the only way that he has a chance. But just being a you know a billionaire and, and white is certainly not enough <laughs> uh, in a democratic party. It's not enough. Um, it's not going to get you very far just by existing. You have to sort of demonize wealth. I think that's the only way that he ha- he stands a chance. It is interesting to see the Democrat field just knowing what they what they talk about and what they say is unacceptable because you know as you brought up you've got Bernie Sanders you've got Joe Biden they're both rich white yep. old men yep. which the Democrats say that they don't want a part of they also are the ones, you know, largely behind the Me Too movement, which Bloomberg uh, has had some pretty iffy situations <laughs> on uh, his his past when it comes to, quote, you know, Me Too violations. Yeah. So it's interesting. It will be interesting to see if he gets called on that as well. I mean, my assumption is no. But I heard you guys going over some <laughs> of them on radio. Mm. Yeah, I mean, it's like it's it, the Me Too thing is so broad at this yeah. point. Like it was everything. Someone from, cat called me once. There you go. Someone cat called me once all the way to like, you know, a, a, a serial killer that only targets women. Right? <laughs> like it's like all of those are in the Me Too movement somehow. <laughs> um, he's much more on the side of the cat calling. I mean, he has not murdered that I know of. It's uh, a pretty anyone. Pretty it's not a Clinton. Offensive. <laughs> <laughs> it's a pretty offensive, offensive thing. Very though. offensive things, degrading to women. Yeah. Uh, whether they should be in the workplace or not, uh, how their physical assets uh, uh, give him uh, enjoyment. Uh, <laughs> whether or not they should be wearing high heels. Yes, right? uh, and like some of it is like that type of stuff. Some of it's just sexual, like him complimenting women on their features. Others is a lot of the stuff is like that type of stuff. That like was you know. Bad. Should you be in the boardroom without your hair colored? You know, like, <laughs> like that type of stuff. Uh, it's not good. He'll he'll apologize for it, and I, you know he won't get the treatment that a Republican would get for the same comments. Obviously, so he'll have that going for him. Though I don't know that they necessarily like this. Mm-hmm. Um, the Bloomberg thing, you know, who really likes this are local media. Uh, um, sources in in the Super Tuesday states who will get a Mm -hmm. giant influx of money for their commercials, which they like. Mm -hmm. The other candidates don't like it because he can outspend them on all of this. So he can push their message back. And they don't they don't want that, obviously. So I don't think there's going to be I don't think there's going to be a warm reception for Michael Bloomberg in this in this race. Um, They have not given a warm reception to Tom Steyer, who has, you know, a little bit less than two billion dollars only. He's just one of those barely a billionaire. (laughs) (laughs) Um, What a lazy SOB, man. But I mean, he's tried to spend a fortune on these ads and has it's gotten him to uh, these debates like he's hitting these debate thresholds, which is a, a, a big situation. But. Uh, has not really made a dent, and he's outperformed people like Klobuchar, people like Booker, people uh, at that realm, at sort of the bottom, uh, Castro, all, all of these guys. 
But those guys get on TV all the time. Mm-hmm. You know, they don't put Steyer on TV because there's something about it they feel is morally offensive that this person would come in and be like, he's rich and he's running ads and that's wrong. <clears throat> Bloomberg's that guy times 25, right? Like he's got a lot more money, is very willing to spend it, and it's going to hurt their campaigns as far as jacking up the rates and buying up all the media before they can get their hands on it. So I don't think he's going to get a warm reception. They didn't like him before. No one really likes Michael Bloomberg. Right. That's the thing here. Which really, is, nobody does. Which is, it just, he's got to know that, right? So it's weird to me, why now? But you don't think that he's gunning for a VP spot? I mean, the VP spot is something is interesting that we've talked about in that he could spend his money um, for a another candidate. But who is he running with? You can't run two white, old white people together. So it kind of throw, takes I mean, Biden out of the... You can't. You can't, but, but they don't abide by their own standards. No, that's so true. I guess you that's could. True. Maybe they could. I mean, I was thinking, like, if a Kamala Harris were to, let's say, win, right? Mm-hmm. So you, you take a uh, Kamala Harris, put her on the top of the ticket, she's not going to win. Um, you could see almost like either a Steyer, I don't know about a Bloomberg with Harris, but yeah. a Steyer type where you'd have someone who could fund this campaign. And the argument being like, look, He's very much aligned with my values, but also we need someone who can match the resources of Donald Trump, who's evil. Right. Right. Like you can see that case being made. Um, But I I really think a lot of this with Bloomberg is, A, I don't think he would take a second seat to someone else. I don't think so. But B, um, a lot of this is about that little tiny club of 607 people, Mm -hmm. 607 billionaires. Um, They all compete with each other. And up until 2016, Really, election night 2016, they all viewed Donald Trump as, like, is he even allowed in here? Like, mm. that guy, the guy who's on TV yelling at people, the guy with all the gold everywhere, he puts his name on everything, that guy, yeah, Michael Bloomberg making that argument. Um, but, you know, like, they saw him as a lesser, right? Yeah. Like, Donald Trump was, like, a pathetic billionaire. He was this guy that didn't really belong in their club but somehow squeaked in because of the stupid public. Bloomberg, of course, rose up. He achieved this big thing for high financial minds. He's built this giant empire. He's a real billionaire. And none of them can make that argument anymore because... Donald Trump is the president of the United States. And the only way to overturn this, to right this wrong in the billionaire club is for somebody like Michael Bloomberg to become president of the United States. I think he sees that as just a huge ego play. He, of course, believes he can run the country better than everybody else. And he's willing to throw his resources up there. It's, it will be a fascinating experiment. And I think we'll finally disprove this idea that you could buy elections. Pat, what do you, what do you I, think? I think it's amazing, too, that uh, this, this party that hates billionaires and nobody needs to be a billionaire, and there shouldn't be any billionaires, one-eighth of their candidates are billionaires. (laughs) Uh, It's pretty amazing. The the hypocrisy is just so out of control on the left. No, I mean, that's what they do. That's exactly what they They do. They do hypocrisy. They only demonize it if they're on the opposite side or if there's a rich person that may not adopt, let's say, their, their policy or may adopt their ideology. That's when they have an issue, but they absolutely love... Uh, at least in my honest opinion, and certainly when it comes to don't being a donor, they love rich people that agree with them and will demonize themselves, which I think is just <laughs> weird, weird to me. But I see it all the time. I see it with Bill Gates. I see it with a lot of rich people where it's like, oh, yeah, just ta- tax me to the to the oblivion. Yeah. Of course, they don't really believe that. They'll have their lawyers mm-hmm. working on that, finding whatever <laughs> loophole that they, they can come up with. But it sounds good for the TV. And then you get these people that always point to those. When I have these arguments with these uh, individuals, these leftists that are like, hey, we need to raise taxes and so forth. They always point to, uh, look, the person with all the money is also saying this. Mm-hmm. So, look, now it's now it's uh, validated. So, you know, yeah. they, they're going to be hypocrites, what they do best. Yeah. Uh, well, we here at Blaze TV will continue our tradition of not voting for Michael Bloomberg. Back in a minute. <laughs> 
a third or fourth richest out of those candidates too is Elizabeth Warren. Yes, She's I know, out. no one talks about that. Before we get back into the conversation, we want to thank our sponsor, Overcomer. Uh, Overcomer is the number one inspirational movie in America, and it is now available for digital download today. It is available on Blu-ray and DVD December 17th. Now, this is a film from the Kendricks brothers, one of, if not the most beloved storytellers in the faith space. They were behind the movie Courageous, War Room, both huge hits. Now, Overcomer tells the story of coach John Harrison when his high school basketball team's state championship dreams are crushed under the weight of unexpected news and then the largest manufacturing plant in town suddenly shuts down and hundreds of families begin moving away. Now, John must come to grips with challenges facing his family and his team. Urged by the school's principal to fill in and coach a sport he doesn't know or like, John is frustrated and questions his worth until he crosses paths with a student struggling with her own journey. It really is. I know people think about faith movies and they're like, oh, that's boring. That's not Overcomer. All right. Overcomer is filled with a powerful mix of faith, a twist of humor, a ton of heart. It's a really, really inspiring family film uh, starring Alex Kendrick, notable Christian speaker Priscilla Shirer, Sherry Rigby, Cameron Arnett, so many more. You got to go to Overcomer, Overcomer, I can't speak today, OvercomerMovie.com. That is OvercomerMovie.com. Download it, pre-order your copy on Blu-ray or DVD. That is Overcomer, OvercomerMovie.com. All right. So if I just speak like it's on this, the screen. just read it. I mean, I don't understand what the problem is. <laughs> I just speak like this. <laughs> the rest of the show, <laughs> maybe I can get my words out. <laughs> so you're welcome, everyone. Less work for us to do, too. <laughs> it's true. Slow, I just yeah. fill yeah. more time <laughs> if I just speak slowly. Uh, so latest poll on impeachment, which I know we're supposed to have an impeachment free week. This mm. week, um, but I'm but sorry. You're ruining it. I am. Mm -hmm. I, that's what I do mm -hmm. here. I just ruin things. Uh, independent voters seem to be flipping on impeachment now. Are uh, the majority of them are vastly opposed after the first two weeks of these public hearings? <gasps> mm. I'm shocked to hear. Who would have thought that all of this dog and pony show yielding nothing? would actually be, you know, troubling to the American people. So independents, uh, let's see, 62% of surveyed independents claimed um, the issue is more important to politicians than it is to me, while 61% answered the same way when asked about the media. Uh, and only 22% and 23% answered the respective questions in the negative. So, mm. I mean, not shocking at all if you actually watched the public hearings and didn't listen to the snippets that CNN gave you talking about the bombshell revelations and all of that. Not, really not shocking to me that independents would be like, yeah, you guys don't have anything here and we kind of don't like it when you uh, character assassinate someone based on nothing. It'll be interesting to see because I mean, that's the way that questions phrase, like, is it more important for the media or more important for politicians, I think is the mm -hmm. way it was phrased. Which tells you something, I think, pretty real about the way the American people feel about this, which is, look, I, they want justice, right? They want the truth to come out, but you can tell that this is being blown into a media circus for ratings, and... And that's different. I, I want, I'm, I'm really interested to see how they feel about whether it should happen or not. Well, they, well, let me tell you this. When they, uh, when they were asked to rank, ele there were 11 different issues that they were asked to rank as top priorities, yeah. and impeachment came last yeah. among independents. Uh, so they, they yeah. ranked uh, the deficit, 
health care, infrastructure spending, all these things. And then impeachment was dead last in their t- in their rank of priorities. So you got to believe they're like Behind, uh, expanding the college football uh, playoff to eight. Uh, that was above it. That, um, I think uh, it should be above it. I agree. I'm telling you about that. Uh, yeah, I mean, I, I think, I don't think people actually watched it, right? So um, I don't know that they are going to change. I'd be surprised if there was any real opinion change as to whether it should occur or not. Mm-hmm. Um, it, you know, the, the fact that it is more of a priority for media and politicians, I think is completely obvious. You know, the average person has a... a an interest that's sort of uh, on the side, right? It's not part of their. All those other things are much more important to the average person. They they see this as a, as a an obviously partisan political battle that they have some interest in seeing how it plays out. But I don't think anyone looks at this and saying, "Oh, this is a way to find out what the truth about what's really happening in our government or the way we handle issues." And I gotta say, like, probably I don't even think it get to sixty-seven percent of people who would even know Ukraine was a country as of two <laughs> weeks ago. Right, so the idea that they understand the nuances between these two sides, they don't. Yeah, it's just at this point um, something that is firing up hardcore news fans, people who watch cable news, uh, and people who are either defenders or detractors of the president. Those people are passionate about it, but outside of that, it really is a media event. Pat Stu here is very cynical, and he. How dare you? You're very cynical. I'm, very cynical I'm trying to think mm. maybe American people are waking up to the nonsense. What do you think? Mm, no. I hope so. I, I, well, I should have known who I'm talking to. Both of you are cynical. <laughs> no, I, I mean, I'd love to think that, that that's the case. I just, I don't, I don't know at this point. It's hard to, it's hard to gauge the American people. Um, because... But we saw, we saw how the, how, what the reaction was with, let's say, Brett Kavanaugh. Right. Yeah. I mean, we saw mm-hmm. people were finally Mueller like, too. right. People mm-hmm. were finally like, OK, mm-hmm. guys, like you can't do this based on nothing with no evidence. You can't just ruin a man's career or reputation. You know, what have you. Well, Eric? It's hard because the American people are getting their news from the mainstream media. Yeah. And that's who is saying that this is an ironclad open and shut case against the president. They've got all this plethora of evidence when they really don't. Yeah. So we'll see if they see through that. Eric, what do you think? Yeah, I mean, I would hope that that's the case. I mean, that, that, that they're waking up and, and, and smelling the coffee, if you will. But with me, I just wish that, and when I watch stuff like this play out, with, with happened with the Kavanaugh, I think it's a good, good point that you brought up, where people are seeing this for what it is, and it's a clown show. It's really what it is. Um, and I just personally wish people would extend that to, I would say, the election altogether, the general election, or maybe just just politics in, in general, and that's what it is. That's that's the reality of what it is. Certainly with the rise of social media, we've talked about it on the show many many times. And I think that's just all that it is. It's a big it's a big show. And sometimes because that's the case and people have their own interests, it's very difficult to even figure out what's true because everybody is presenting something with with some sort of motive, if yeah. you will, no matter what side of the issue that they're on. So I've always seen politics in general as this big, big clown show when, when it comes to the general um, uh, election. It's like this beauty pageant, if you will. It's not really authentic. I, I hope people that aren't watching that are into that, and I'm, I don't want them thinking about <laughs> people that are in a, in, in a beauty pageant. I don't think they work hard for whatever it is that they try to do. That's not necessarily I just, what I'm, What I heard you say was very sexist. It's <laughs> no, not necessarily the case, but it's just that it's a show. It's a yeah. show, and it's not really. This is why... Uh, things are always put on the back burner, which is why you get people that are in office 
that are the way they are. This is why you get these deficits. This is why the, mm -hmm. the uh, federal government is in 22 trillion plus dollars worth of debt. And it's like nothing mm -hmm. happens. Right. They are passing off assets of the unborn. They're selling selling them off actively. And it's like, well, what, what whatever. You right. know what I mean? Mm -hmm. We're Orange talking about bad. porn stars mm -hmm. and, and the president and stuff like that. Things that aren't even um, important because it is all a show and everybody has their mo own motive. So personally, I wish and I, I, I try to be optimistic about that. I want people to see it for what it is. And it is a show. I just wish they extend it to other things that are regarding the federal government for yeah. sure. That's just cynics over here at the table. Back in a minute. <laughs> In case you have not heard, uh, our good friend Chad Prather of The Chad Prather Show is doing a really huge Jeffrey Epstein expose. It starts tonight. It is a three-part special, so Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, uh, Jeffrey Epstein expose. It is... I was in for one of the, the specials, and I was floored at what I saw. You can go to blazetv.com. You can also find his show on uh, on YouTube, but you definitely are going to want to check it out. Also, Nine Line Apparel, Chad Prather merch, Epstein didn't kill himself. <laughs> Up next, enjoy bonus overtime content from the news and why it matters. Available exclusively for podcast listeners and Blaze TV subscribers. Not a subscriber? Start your free trial at blazetv.com. Before we get into overtime, we want to thank our sponsor, Mercury Real Estate, and the folks over at realestateagentsitrust.com. If you are looking to buy or sell a house, especially for those of you who might be doing like a cross-country relocation and you have no idea like, where are the nice neighborhoods? Where are, you know, where are there going to be families that are similar to mine? Because let's face it, we all like to live in our bubbles, don't we? Uh, realestateagentsitrust.com is there to help you. Uh, so what they've done, it's basically a matchmaking service for real estate agents. So they've already vetted all of the top real estate agents in that particular area for their skill, uh, to make sure that they are doing this full-time. They're not just part-timers. They've been doing this full-time. They have a proven track record and history to show that they can get you the best value or they can sell your home for the best value. Go there, type out a little form, uh, you know, zip code, enter in all your information, and that's it. That's all you have to do, and they will be in touch with you if it's normal business hours within 10 to 15 minutes usually. That's how great they are. You don't have to go to Google. Don't, don't Google for your real estate agent, all right? Go to realestateagentsitrust.com. That is realestateagentsitrust.com. Oh, by the way, don't go to the, uh, the billboards or the bus stop <laughs> uh, benches either. realestateagentsitrust.com. Rudy Giuliani, man, he, uh, he spoke with Glenn last week, I know, and that was a really, really good interview that is available on blazetv.com. I know there was uh, some additional um, interview that was just exclusive on blazetv.com. Um, but he's, he's been kind of all over the place in the news. He came out and said something uh, about how if Trump was going to think about 
you know, throwing him to the wolves that he had some insurance to make sure that Trump didn't get rid of him. Then he was asked about it and he said that was just sarcasm. He was just joking around. Uh, and then he also added this tweet over the weekend. He said, I discovered a pattern of corruption that the Washington press covered up for years. I'm also going to bring out a massive pay for play scheme under the Obama administration that will devastate the Democrat Party. Do you honestly think I'm intimidated? Uh, and then he also, he followed up with a truth alert tweet where he said, the statement I've made several times of having an insurance policy if thrown under the bus is sarcastic and relates to the files in my safe about the Biden family's for, dec for decade monetizing of his office. If I disappear, it will <laughs> appear immediately along with my RICO chart. Um, mm. So Rudy Giuliani not playing around right now, I guess. Is it true? Like, does he have to alert us when he says the truth? Like, it doesn't mean the other things he's saying are not. If he does not give us a truth alert, that's a great point. Truth? That's a great point. Like, you sh that. you shouldn't have to give a truth alert. <laughs> it's like it just if be, we are to believe we assume you, assume that you're telling the truth <laughs> and like <laughs> truth alert. Uh, I, I I you know I'd like to see what Rudy has. I mean, yeah. he certainly knows the Ukraine stuff uh, very well, and and there's this sort of thing that goes on in the media now. Now, um, this happened with uh, Kennedy from Louisiana on Chris Wallace's show this weekend, where he's asked, well, do you think it was Russia or Ukraine that hacked the elect election? And he didn't really have a good answer for it because he wants to kind of remain loyal to the president, but also wants, doesn't want to throw our intelligence under the bus for thinking it's Russia. But, like, there's no reason both countries cannot have people in it that are trying to do things that were bad to us, right? Like, I think I do believe that Russia is a large part uh, the, the people who were uh, responsible for that. But that being said, like, there were people who were convicted of, crime, of this crime, election meddling in uh, Ukraine as well. And, you know, they were about different things. Like, the Ukraine thing was about the Manafort Black Ledger. The, you know, the, the Russia stuff had to do with social media and mm -hmm. all that other thing, all those other things. We, we can't find... Like, everyone has to be so all the time, right? You, can't, you have to say, either Rudy Giuliani is the greatest guy of all time and he's doing God's work, or he's a horrible cretin. Um, you know, sometimes Rudy's probably right, and sometimes he's probably just using his role as personal attorney to defend his client. There's probably both of those things are true sometimes. Uh, that, that little room for nuance is not really allowed anymore, though. Yeah. Um, Pat, there was, you know, New York Times exclusive of why Giuliani singled out two Ukrainian oligarchs to help dig up dirt. And, you know, just then there was there's a new one out today that Devin Nunes uh, met with Ukraine uh, and they're just they're taking it all over the place. The media is. And uh, Rudy also tweeted uh, about this particular I believe it was New York Times about this particular New York Times uh, exclusive. He said the New York Times today has so much fake news. I did not ask anyone to dig up dirt on Joe Biden and certainly not with Dmitry Firtash, who I have never met or talked to. I never heard of Shokin meeting with Congressman Nunes. How many times can a source lie? Lawsuit? Question mark. <laughs> <laughs> Your thoughts. Uh, who knows with Rudy? I, you know, sometimes he seems a little, a little bit out there yeah. in, in left field. On uh, on the interview with Glenn and Stu last week, though, uh, he was really good. Mm -hmm. And if he would stick to that type of discussion <laughs> and those kinds of explanations, I think he'd do himself a real service because the tweets aren't helping. <laughs> they're not helping the president, and I, I don't think they're helping Rudy. You put. Well, he did have the truth alert, and he also <laughs> right. did just use the hashtag yeah. fake news. 
So True. you know that it's fake news because you use the hashtag fake news, Eric. Yeah, I'm always <laughs> interesting, interested when things like this pop off, mainly because I do feel like everybody has dirt on everybody. <laughs> and I think that's part of the check and balance, if you will, mm -hmm. because they're like, look, you know if you go there, then I got to go here. Mm -hmm. And if I go there, then... <laughs> You know, it's not just going to be this person getting brought down. It's going to be you, 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 and, and everybody that's a, that's a part of this. And I really think this is really how this is unfolding. I think that's how it's been from the jump. When it came to this whole Ukraine scenario, it's like, well, Trump did something bad. And I'm like, wait a minute, Biden back, he at this point did this bad. What about his son? What about all this? Everybody's getting brought, about to get thrown under the bus. Me, I'm happy for it. I'm excited for it. I'm like, look, bring, <laughs> bring, it, bring it all, bring them all down. You yeah. know, if you got it, you got it. But I, when I see things like this, to me, it validates a lot of what I assume, and that is that that's the case. I mean, obviously, mm -hmm. it has to be the case. When you're, when you're in government, you obviously know things that the general public aren't going to know. And just as anywhere else, everybody has the, the dirt, you know, dirty laundry, if you will. And I think that's sort of what he's saying, or more so what I pick up from that is that if they go there, mm -hmm. then... I, I got this insurance policy like I'm and I've actually believed that because I believe that's how not just he would work, but anybody else that's involved sort of definitely in the federal government. That's yeah. sort of their approach, which is why you have to believe, Pat, that when they started down this road, you got to believe that Joe Biden, based on what we know about what went on in Ukraine, you got to believe that he's like, uh, guys, could we not yeah, could like we not. Mm -hmm. Elevate this? Could we not escalate this situation? Because mm -hmm. uh, I got some stuff I want to keep in the closet, and this is not helping me out. I mean, you got to believe that he is yeah. not a fan of all of this. He's handled it pretty well lately by... In public. Yeah, in public, by saying that uh, this just shows how badly Trump wants him out of the election. Right. He took Stu's advice. Yes. I think he, it seemed like he started <laughs> saying it right after you. So thanks He's for listening. sending him down He's, that road. Yeah, thanks Here, a lot. Listen to the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> it did seem like it because right afterwards he started saying, it just shows how much he wants me out of the race. No, no, that's really not it. It's, it's, a, a, it's a good argument to make. I don't know if it's true. It is. <laughs> You're just a corrupt bastard, <laughs> and everybody knows. It. Well, I, I think to Eric's point too. Like, I think there is a there's a situation where they people do kind of hold these things over each other's head. I think there was somewhat of a standoff on issues like this, where like we yeah. both know we've been kind of shady over there. Let's not shake that up. What shakes that up is Donald Trump winning. Right. Mm -hmm. And to uh, uh, and people kind of recognize that to the other side, I think, is also Zelensky winning because he was mm -hmm. out of he's completely out of the system over there. So now you have two guys on the other side of the ocean yeah. who are completely out of the system and don't really deal the same way. Um, and it's been since then that these things have kind of like shaken loose. And that is kind of exciting. Like, I, you know, I want corrupt people to be punished for their corruption, right? Like, you, you want that to happen. Transparency. Right? Yeah, transparency is good. Um, so I think at the end of the day, this is going to be good for everybody. Um, it's going to be a lot of pain on the way, though, for a lot of people. Uh, and that's not always, it's not always fun to focus on. But, you know, look, as long as we're not sweeping up people who are innocent into these sorts of things. Yeah. Like, you know, we've talked about many times with the Me Too movement. Mm -hmm. Obviously, overall, very, very good. Very, very good that men who do terrible things should be punished. Absolutely. Very, very bad. The men that didn't do such terrible things get punished like the other men. Louis C.K. asked for consent. Yeah. Somehow still his career is tarnished. Yeah. Okay. I mean, it, there's a lot of examples yeah. in that realm. Uh, and the same thing will happen here, right? Mm -hmm. I mean, there's going to be pe people who are bit players. I mean, 
you know, I don't know what George Papadopoulos did, you know what I mean, you know, as compared to, uh, you know, real power players. But, you know, a lot of these people get sucked up into these things, and that's not always fair. Yeah. Uh, but, you know, in the, in the grand scheme of things, it's one of those situations where it's part of that process. And, you know, that's why you got to keep yourself squeaky clean. You listen to the wording of people like Mike Pence around these issues. They don't say things like Trump mm-hmm. did. Mm-hmm. Um, because they make sure nobody they have no way of tying these things to a guy like Pence. He's very careful. Uh, I, you know, Trump isn't that way, and that's why the, when these details shake out, we do find little things mm-hmm. usually you know, when mm-hmm. it comes around Trump because he doesn't care. Yeah, he just blurts it out. Well, you mentioned Zelensky being like the basically Ukraine's Trump. Mm. I think there's nothing more indicative of that than the phone call transcript, where I mean, both of them really, quite oh. frankly, where they just. I mean, was that not the most... Pouring praise on each other. Yes, and it took them 20 minutes, it felt like, for them to hang up. Because it was just like, no, you go first. (laughs) No, no, you go first. Oh, no, no, but I really like you. No, oh, but good luck. Oh, thank you so much. Oh, it's been so great talking to you. Are you talking about the perfect call? (laughs) It's a perfect call. I did forget to to bring that up. There's nothing wrong with that call. It was perfect. Okay, but so which one was more perfect? The first one or the second one? Mm. Because there can only be one perfect call. who's your favorite son? You can't pick. Friday's poll. Who is more senile? The options were Joe Biden and Bernie Sanders. Oh, that's not even close. 81% said Joe Biden. 19% said Bernie Sanders. I question, though, the 19% who said Bernie Sanders because he's been crazy his whole life. Think it's not senility. Say, yeah, I think that's why they say he's not senile because mm. though he said he has some dopey views. He's had them for a long, a long time. I mean, I get it that he's 250, <laughs> but he's had those views for what seems like his whole life. Joe Biden is the one who can't even get out a sentence. So, and as you read in the Atlantic, it was because of his stuttering when he was a child. Right. Came That's back. what That's it was. Right. Came back. Came back. Returned return to the stutter. But somehow we should not be concerned about that, even though it, that does not happen. No, it doesn't happen medically, typically. Uh, but that's okay. That was like in page nine of the article, so you, you right. probably didn't get there. Didn't get Are you saying far. somebody who's handicapable shouldn't be president? No. <laughs> so, wow. Did you hear that? Yeah. That's what yeah. America I heard. heard, 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 heard from wow. Her. I am a, a, wow. an ableist platform I have over here. <laughs> uh, today's poll did last week's impeachment hearings help or hurt President Trump's 2020 chances? I feel like we already had that one. Hmm. Add to it again. What the heck? <laughs> so, yeah, an oldie but a goodie. There we go. Did last week's impeachment hearings help or hurt President Trump's 2020 chances? Because maybe you changed your mind mm-hmm. from the middle of the impeachment hearing process to now. So let us know what your updated view is on whether or not it helps or hurts President Trump. Stu, what do you think? Or do you think it's just kind of a wash? Uh, I think basically it's a wash. I don't think many minds were changed. Yeah. Pat. Despite the fact that uh, Adam Schiff called it an ironclad case, mm-hmm. I think a lot. Of, I think more American people are seeing through it. I actually think it it uh, it hurt the prospect for impeachment. It helped the president. Yeah. Uh, well, you know, that's it's funny that you mentioned what Adam Schiff said because Adam Schiff also told us that he had indisputable evidence that Trump colluded with Russia. Mm. Right. I'm still waiting to see that. Yeah. I, I, we still haven't seen it, so I wonder if we He's ever a will. Sack. He's Adam, a lying sack. He really is. What do you think, Eric? I think anything short of just completely you know, derailing him is going to help him. I think it has mm-hmm. to be something that's going to be so solid that it's like, okay, this guy can't be president anymore. Get him up out of there. Mm-hmm. I think anything short of that at this point, because it's been, you know, it's almost becoming a clown. Well, it's been a clown show. Yeah. People are starting to see it for that. Right. I think anything short of that is just going to help him. 
And I, I mean, I know on Friday on Fox and Friends, he did say he he said, I want the trial. Take yep. it to the Senate. Yeah. I want the trial. I think that's a great, great play. Like, I think that's a great thing to say. If you know that you didn't do this and you're like, let the facts come out to the American people. Because then they're really going to think you guys are a bunch of idiots. So we'll see. Let us know what you think. You can go to The Blaze's Twitter. That is at The Blaze. Thank you, gentlemen, for being here. We'll see you guys tomorrow. Sadly. Sadly. We'll see you tomorrow. Yeah, I said it. Why are you sad? Why are you sad? I want to go. I want to be at home. Thanks for listening to the news and why it matters. We hope you enjoyed the podcast. If you'd like to watch the program, become a Blaze TV subscriber and start your free trial now at blazetv.com.